Brilliant Misfits, Episode 78, Creative Wilderness Has a Trail, with your host, Asia Kennedy, moving from fear to curiosity to courage. Hello and welcome to Brilliant Misfits, talks with women who are the renegades, the creatives, the entrepreneurs, the artists who didn't fit in and how they've turned it around by courageously following the beat of their own heart. We'll be discussing all things creative, mindful, and artful to inspire you to do it your way and be brilliant with your host, Asia Kennedy. Hey, welcome back everyone to Brilliant Misfits. Today, I am going to do a solo episode. I'm going to talk about the creative wilderness And more specifically, that the creative wilderness has a trail. Now, I've been running an online Artist's Way group based on the book by Julia Cameron. And of course, those of you who are familiar with that, it is like a beautiful, timeless reference to getting back into your creativity or igniting your creativity. So I'm going to talk a little bit about what that means. Creative wilderness has a trail. Now, in quantum physics, it was a revelatory discovery to note that objects appear only when the subject looks, and it disappears when the subject is not looking. So in other words, if you were looking at something, it would appear before you, and when you weren't looking, it would disappear. So it's a really amazing discovery. And we can apply that to our creative life so that when we take a step into the wilderness, into the unknown, the trail appears. It's like magic. It's not there, but as soon as we step into the wilderness, the trail appears and the next step is revealed. And then the next and the next as we continue. Now let's talk a little bit about wilderness. And I'm curious, what does that word conjure up for you? Does it conjure up images of chaos, jungle, thick forests, wild, untamed places, all of that and more? And yet there is a trail. One could say the creative wilderness is our trail. And the trail is not straight. And more often than not, it isn't apparent And the trail doesn't appear until we start walking into the wilderness. Just like quantum physics has shown us, we only see the trail when we look. And when we look, we may see the trail appear one step at a time. Now for our mind, and a lot of us live a lot in the mind, and we're conditioned to be very mental beings... So what happens is our mind, which is programmed to keep us safe, and it does a great job, and thank you very much, but it wants to always see the whole thing first. So in this case, the mind wants to see the whole trail first before we step. It's like, first show me the trail. Just show me that it's there first before I start walking. And where is it going? Where will I end up? These are the questions that bubble up and pop into our awareness from the mind, and it's a safety feature. It keeps us safe. The mind is trying to keep us safe, and it's part of our human design to ensure that we are safe walking into unknown places. 
Now, if we don't recognize that this is the mind's function and that it's trying to keep us safe, we're going to tend to believe in and react to every thought of fear that comes through the mind. And fear creates an action, which means we're either going to run, freeze, or fight. And this is not just a physical thing, running, freezing, or fighting, like when we really, really needed to do that back in the early days of humanity when there were tigers and all sorts of dangers. However, it's still there. It's still programmed in us on an emotional level. And so whenever the body senses there's fear, we run from fear. We run from this feeling in the body of fear by numbing out in various individual ways to escape the feeling. It's always about escaping the feeling. We freeze by dulling our senses, rationalizing, finding excuses to just stay put and not change. And we fight in the form of resisting and going against the natural flow of life. Now, most of the time, we're unconscious of these well-intentioned programmed behaviors. Yet life, as you know, is not about being safe all the time. And how boring and repetitive would that be if life was always the same, always the same, always the same? It's just unnatural. Everything in life wants to evolve and grow and express itself creatively all the time. And the unknowns are a very, very integral part of the creative pilgrimage into the wildness or the wilderness. It's so mysterious and wondrous when we can let go of our fear reactions. And fear blocks us from discovering things about the nature of who and what we are. And if we block, and we all get blocked, and creative beings that we are, We're encountering blocks and using different blocking devices all the time. And when we block, we let fear prevent us from entering our creative wilderness. And we begin to, on some levels, we begin to wither and suffer. So whenever there is a deep sense of tiredness or overwhelm or you have foggy brain or frustration or feeling stuck, to name just a few symptoms, you're most likely in the grips of some form of fear, some form of fear that is blocking you from stepping onto the wilderness trail of the unknown, blocking your ability to step onto this trail and see what appears as you step and look. So I want to talk a little bit about fear to curiosity, to courage. How do we take a step into an unknown wilderness to see the trail when fear crops up and is being experienced like a tight, intense grip in the physical body? So one of the ways is as we start to train ourselves to gently shift from that grip of fear into curiosity. Now, it takes practice. It takes practice just becoming aware each time you sense a discomfort and contraction in your body. So your body will go into a a sense of contraction or discomfort. And normally, 
what happens, the way we respond to that is that we get mental about it. We try to work it out. So the fear response is a little bit under the radar. and We aren't always aware that fear has gripped us until we start to feel those symptoms of overwhelm, exhaustion, unease, stress, panic, overthinking. So just take those um, symptoms as a clue. Oh, something's happening here. There's a fear response in my body. And as you become more aware of when you start to feel these sensations of tightness, contraction, and discomfort in the body, you can slowly and gently begin to shift from fear to curiosity. So I'm going to give you some steps that may help you. I hope it helps you to start to shift from fear to curiosity to courage. So the first thing is I call investigate. So you're exploring where you feel this discomfort in the body. So first you start to feel your body a little bit more and you become aware of when you're feeling that little tense grip in the body or this discomfort or contraction. And you explore it, you investigate it. You're like a detective. Where is it? Where is it in my body? And remember that you're not trying to get rid of the sensation. You simply want to become more aware of it. So after you investigate and you discover where it is in your body, you give it a name. You name the fear. Name the fear. Give it any sort of ridiculous name. The more ridiculous, the better, actually. So you, what happens is, is that when fear comes into the body, your mentality is going to want to take over immediately to try and get rid of the sensation that fear creates in the body. It's so automatic and so quick So we have to just become more aware and pause and really start to investigate the discomfort. And then when you find the discomfort and where it is, you name it, give it a name, and the sillier the better. Like you can make up a name like Madam Belly Butterfly is now present. And you stay with that. So that we have investigate, name the fear. The third thing is to really notice. Just notice All of a sudden, you're feeling like you either want to run or freeze or fight, resist against this feeling. And it might be all three. So you want to identify which it is. And again, it might be all of them, which has been activated and not go into the mentality of trying to work it out. Just notice, sense, feel it in the body See if you are drawn, and you also want to notice those things that you may have been drawn to use in the past, like, you know, comfort food eating or, you know, drinking more alcohol than you normally would or, you know, zoning out in front of the television watching Netflix. So instead of going into that numbing sensation, we practice keep noticing, keep noticing and being aware of the sensation in the body, giving it a name. So you've got investigate, name the fear notice which it is you feeling like you want to run you want to just freeze or you feel really resistant and you, you want to fight fight it the fourth thing is ask so once you feel the fierce presence in your body you start to ask questions you've given it a name you can say madam belly butterfly what is it that you're afraid of what do you want to t- protect me from 
How can I make you feel safe? You want to become curious as to why it's there. And you want to explore that. You want to be gentle, compassionate, and ask those questions. Why are you here? What are you trying to protect me from? What would make you feel safe? Any of those questions that will get you to know this sensation in your body a little bit better. So you're already now moving from fear into curiosity. And as you do that, you're going to let curiosity replace the fear. And when that happens, when you start to become more curious about this sensation in the body, about fear's presence, you become more curious and ask the questions and the answers start to reveal themselves and you have insights. And this is the trail. This is part of the trail. The answer, the insights that you receive are like small, a small step that you start to take into your creative wilderness. It's a small step that allows you to step and reveal a part of the trail before you. So you've got investigate, exploring the feeling in the body, you're naming the fear, giving it a silly name, noticing which is it, do you feel like running, fighting, freezing, noticing what things, substances or, you know, actions that you want to do to numb out. You ask this sensation in the body what it is afraid of. You ask it questions. You get curious. So now fear is replacing curiosity. And the curiosity is revealing some answers and insights. It's starting to reveal the trail. So the next thing is, after you've moved from fear into curiosity, and you see the step is being revealed, courage is needed. Courage is needed to take the step. And what helps tremendously in creating or expanding that sense of courage that's in you is having a spiritual connection, having a sense of something that you're connected to something larger, a flowing energy that moves through all of life, all things, and connects us all. Whatever name you give to this energy, to feel that deep connection to something larger, that the sense of Everything in our environment, everything is part of this creative life force, including you. And this connection starts to expand your courage. The energy is a mystery and it's a wonder. We don't have to understand everything. We just have to trust, have that faith that we are being guided and looked after. So when you sense this connection, it gives you that courage. It expands the courage to trust and surrender and recognize that stepping forward and stepping onto that first step that appears before you is stepping into our creative wilderness. And that is the trail. Stepping into your creative wilderness is the trail. So I hope that helps you a little bit. I'm going to have that all written out 
in my blog over at asiakennedy.com. So if you want to read what you've listened to today, do go over asiakennedy.com where there are lots of other blogs, podcasts, and information to help you live a mindful, creative life. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for joining me today. If you enjoy Brilliant Misfits podcast, please go to iTunes and give it a review and subscribe. For more on being true to you and living a mindful, creative life, asiakennedy.com.